Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Intersections Matches Talk Radio, a monthly holistic lifestyle show focused on the continual evolution into the best versions of our authentic selves. We and our guests discuss relationships and health and wellness, each of which contributes to meaningful and fulfilling lives. This is Jess Lina, your host. I'm a former practicing lawyer and the founder of Intersections Match, the only national matchmaking and dating coaching company focused on singles of South Asian descent in the country. I'm very excited to welcome authors Michelle Talbert and Ricardo Kingsbury to our show today. Michelle and Ricardo collectively have almost 20 years of online dating experience. The two met online had a whirlwind, and had a whirlwind love affair, which ended up not working out. And after dusting themselves off, they collaborated to write, Don't Do What We Did, a conversation about online dating with an ex-not-quite couple who met on the Internet. Don't what we did is an insider's guide to online dating in which Michelle and Ricardo share their story as well as the stories of other countless, uh, countless other online daters they interviewed. It's a he said, she said guide to online dating with hints, tips, and secrets to online dating success shared along the way. Interestingly, Michelle's stepfather is Indian, and he, together with her African-American mom, raised her since she was nine. We'll ask Michelle a question about that later, as I want to first jump into the topic of online dating. Welcome, Michelle and Ricardo. Thank Thank you. you. We're glad to be here. It was a pleasure to have you. Now, what led the two of you to write this book? Um, I'll let either of you, uh, why don't we, uh, Michelle, you want to start? Uh, What led the two of you to write the book? Sure, absolutely. I think after the demise of our relationship, I realized I um, (laughs) wanted to figure out what was going on in the world of online dating. I'd been married twice and had been dating online for about a year and a half when I met Ricardo. And I really thought that there had to be a better way to do things. And he and I actually are great friends even though it didn't work out romantically. And we really collectively have lots of insight and ideas. And we've gone on spoken with a number of people who have also dated online. And really, I thought it would be great to give both a he said, she said perspective on online dating to sort of figure out where we connect and where we have disconnects. 
And so I asked Ricardo if he would be uh, interested in uh, bringing his thoughts to the world, and he, he jumped on board. Well, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Ricardo. What was your, okay, okay. When, uh, when you were first asked, what was your impression? Tell me with the first thought that flies through your mind if you'd share it with us when you were, Michelle first uh, threw that idea out to you. Well, I would say the first thought were uh, I'm not an I'm not a writer by trade. Okay. I'm an actor. So uh-huh. the thing that I was I was kind of skeptical at first because I didn't know how we were going to format it and put the whole book together. But okay. I thought uh, she brought it to my attention that you know a lot of the women that she talks to need would like to have some tips and advice on what we men think when it comes yeah. to dating dating online. So I thought that would be a, a, a great thing that I could share some of the uh, things that we think about when we go online, what we're looking for, and what we some of our likes and dislikes. That's what really attracted me to writing the book. Well, wonderful. I'm going to dovetail on that, Ricardo, and I'm going to um, ask you, from your experiences online dating as well as you know what you may have learned from the online daters you interviewed, what are the, mm-hmm. some of the biggest mistakes that women make while online da- while dating online, you think? I would say some of the biggest mistakes women make would be um, setting, I, w- I would say, setting setting up their profile, uh, making a profile too long. A lot of men that I've spoken with, <laughs> attention spans are not that great, so we don't read a lot. I mean, we do read, <laughs> but, I mean, as far as, like, maybe just being uh, – short and to the point about what it is you're looking for in the beginning mm-hmm. in a relationship. Just don't give us like a whole story that, you know, it's, it's going to take us a long time to read and, and we'll, we lose focus very quickly. Um, <laughs> the cliff no version. Say, of the story. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've definitely heard that, that echoed by guys. It's absolutely. Now, Michelle, from your experiences online dating, as well, again, of what you may have learned from the other, other online daters you've interviewed, what are some of the biggest mistakes that the guys are making while online dating? Hmm. Honesty. Um, a lot of them are not being honest about what it is that they're looking for or how they're representing their uh, marital status. I think that a lot of women are very fearful that they'll meet a man online and he will be married. And I that's don't true. think that that's the rule. I just think that when the stories come out, they they are just so captivating that people become frightened when dating online. So I would say the most important thing, it would be honest about what they're looking for and also right. in terms of their status. Right. In terms of status. Okay. Now, Ricardo, you had mentioned, you mentioned already about the, um, the, the briefer versions of the profiles uh, being more advisable. So for female listeners, again, what are some things that women can do to make their profiles appeal to more, you know, to, to more and more relationship-oriented men? Like, what are, what are some things, any, any ideas or any thoughts of what, well, you know, what to, general, yeah, To piggyback ahead. off of what Michelle said, I would, I would say be, be direct and to the point about what it is exactly you're looking for on this, okay. you know, in this online dating world. Um, if you're looking to, you know, date for a while, uh, with, with hopes of a long-term relationship and eventually getting married, let's let's put that out there. And okay. also give give us your put your best foot forward as far as maybe putting uh, a a nice smiling picture 
and then we go from that to a full full body picture. So we give people an all around view of who you are. Okay, so seeing both those, like you said, you know, so first of all, smiling came up right away. It's a warm, inviting picture, it sounds like. Warm and and inviting picture, right. Warm and inviting. And then you like the full body shot. You'd like to um, have someone put, you know, just a shot is, you you think doesn't quite cut it, it sounds like. A full body shot is better to have at least one on there. Is that right? Yeah, just just, just one. So so a lot of guys, we're we're visual, so we would like to see everything. I mean, you know, see the whole, the whole body. Okay, okay, great. Now, Michelle, for the benefit of our male listeners, what do you think? Um, you know, what are some um, some guidelines for, for the guys to attract more relationship-oriented women to their profiles? What can they do to make their profiles appeal to more of those guys? Uh, I'm sorry, to, well, uh, for those women, sorry, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. one thing that actually we advise against um, most of the time for women seems to work well with the men who I've interviewed, and that is putting a picture of their children in their profile picture, which is interesting to me because it's something that, you know, we, we definitely, Ricardo and I advise against putting pictures of your children in your okay. um, online dating profile pictures, but yeah. hands down across the board, every man who I've spoken with who has a picture of, of at least one picture, not every picture, but at least one picture of himself with a child, his own child, or 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 a few of his children, have had very positive responses from women. And the response that they receive is generally that, oh, it seems like you're a good father. So I think yeah. that that's very interesting tip for men, I don't know, you know, I would hope that they are good fathers and, you know, that the pictures are genuine, but uh, we found that went counter to the advice that we've given women over time, which we still accept that advice for women. And Um, yeah, I still still disagree with putting your kids in in the picture. I know you do. I know you do. But (laughs) a lot of the men who have spoken to Ricardo, tell us why. Tell us why. Say it again, Jasmina. Yeah, yeah. What'd you say? I'm sorry. Oh, I was saying, tell us why. I mean, so this is interesting. I love this dialogue. So, um, so I'm hearing, well, understood from Michelle, so that generally speaking, you guys advise against men and women both putting, you know, pictures of wow. um, of the kids along with them, but that you kind of found empirically that that said, you find that women, it tends to be appealing to women to see the pictures of the guys with the kids, but the men right. don't find it's so appealing to see the women with the pictures of the kids. But you say, um, regardless, you think it's not such a great um, idea. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm totally totally against it because I, I just feel like there there is a, a, a bad element online, and I don't want to expose my kids or you uh, know anyone else's kids to yeah. that bad element. And okay. it, it, because you hear about it all the time, and I and I just you know would not like and I, and I mean this profile your your online dating experience is, is it starts off about you, and I think right. putting your your kids in your pictures makes it about something else. I mean we understand like that that can come up in conversation, and we can talk about that, and eventually you'll see a picture of my kids or, or whatever, but mm-hmm. not 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 all in in the beginning. I think. In the pictures, no, no, because it, it can attract the wrong element. Interestingly, it's all about, all about safety. Uh, uh, yeah, I understand. Okay, okay, interesting. I love this. Um, well, okay, and um, and so I love these different perspectives. So, Michelle, tell me, um, you know, tell me, whether from your own personal experiences or maybe vicarious experiences of the countless online daters you've interviewed, 
Tell us one of the funniest or craziest online stories you've heard. I'm sure there's been many, but what's one of them? <laughs> I think I think one of the funniest ones, uh, I don't know, it's somewhat funny, somewhat tragic, in that um, there was a woman and she was pretty smitten with a gentleman who she met online, and okay. he really seems to be very interested in her. He did all of the right things, but she just had an inkling that something was off. So she invited him over to her house one day, and while his car was parked out front, her um, cousin happens to be a private investigator or works with a private investigator. She ran his license plate and found out that his car was registered to his wife, who he still lived with. So that Mm -hmm. was very interesting. I don't know if it was funny, but at least she was able to sort of get out of that situation without too much harm. But it was really interesting that she had access to a private investigator who was able to run the license plate. Right. Yeah, I would say that's interesting. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. This goes back, I guess, from you know, Ricardo, for your safety. Well, tell me, Ricardo, what about you? What's one of the funniest or uh, in most <laughs> interesting or crazy online dating stories okay. you've come across? I have a a, a crazy one. <laughs> it's probably okay. well, it, it may be funny to some people, but it's kind of crazy. Uh, actually, a person that I interviewed said that he, you know, met a young lady or what he thought was to be a young lady online. Uh, they had dialogue, went back and forth for a while. And okay. once they finally decided to meet, he noticed that, I mean, she was dressed like a lady, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. like a lady, but mm-hmm. was not really a lady, <laughs> was, a, was a man. <laughs> so, yeah, kind of crazy. And needless to say, he um, ended the date abruptly because that's not what he was looking for. Right. Obviously, uh, in his profile, he he said he was not looking for that. So that was pretty much the craziest story I've heard. That is that is pretty crazy. Okay. So what yeah, there are some people, some scammers out here, or people who will yeah. just tell you anything. Yeah, going back to well. Okay, now I'm going to, I'm going to um, switch gears a bit. I'm going to ask you, Michelle, what are some of the most effective go- ways for guys to initiate contact online? You know, what are, you know where uh, you know, increase the chances of a response back. There's so many people online, and I know so many people get frustrated, um, you know, because there are numbers online, but that doesn't mean you're necessarily going to get a response back. So tell me, what are some of the most effective ways for guys to Initiate contact, you know, increasing their chances of getting that response back. Well, what I find is that if you play upon something that was said in someone's profile, um, Uh that really is great. In other words, a lot of folks send out an email that says, um, you know, you're pretty or you're beautiful or something like that. And, And while that's a compliment, it really doesn't give you much insight into the guy who sent it, and it seems as though he may even have fatigue and may be sending many messages out at once. Um, so he's just sending a few words out at a time. But if you have something as a woman in your profile that says, you know, I love horseback riding, and the guy says, while I've never been horseback riding, hey, that sounds great, you know, um, or mm-hmm. there's a great equestrian spot near my home or something to that effect, it lets the woman know that at least he's read something in her profile. And I think that that yeah. will that will absolutely increase your chances of having a response because it sounds like already, at least at the outside, you outside, you care. 
Um, so I think that really helps. And I know a lot of guys don't want to write a lot when they're doing initial contact, and I agree that you shouldn't write too much in initial contact. But picking out just a morsel from the profile will go really far for your advantage. I think I think that's um that's a great idea. And it shows you're making some effort. Like you said, reading the profile. You're interested in the person, getting to know mm-hmm. the person. That um mm-hmm. that's great. Now Ricardo, I have another question for you and I'm wondering what do you think of women initiating the contact online? Now see that's exactly what I was getting ready to say. If you would oh, ask me the same okay. question you asked okay. Michelle, I would have okay. told you that nothing turns me on more. <laughs> nothing makes me happier than for uh, a, a female to initiate conversation. I feel like, and a lot of the guys that I know, if like on some sites you can go on someone's picture and you see that they looked at your, they they viewed your picture, right. and yeah. they can speak or not. A, a lot of times, most of the time, women they they they'll look, but they won't say anything. When they uh-huh. do, it it shows it shows initiative, and it and it it I'm for myself, it makes me feel like okay. I, we can we can have dialogue. I, I really I, I I like that. I, lo- I love for a woman to make the first initial contact. It's just you know, nothing, even nothing if, bad about it. Even if it is something that a woman does that a man has uh, hesitation about initially, if they hit it off generally over time, he'll forget who initiated contact. Because I've had that happen. I initiated contact and into our relationship, the guy had even forgotten. He said, "Oh yeah, I remember when I reached out to you online." He planned uh-huh. to reach out to me. Because I that is first. the norm. That is the norm. Uh-huh. Men men are so used to reaching out, but it's, yeah. it's different, and it's exciting for a, a, a woman to reach out to a man, and it's nothing wrong with it. Well, let me build on that a little bit, Rick, um, both of you. Because so if um, so, if that's the case, I know some on some sites, you know, you can you can obviously you know reach out and and you know um, and write something, and you know alternatively you can do something like you know send a wink or things like that mm-hmm. on different sites. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you have any thoughts on that in terms of which one is more generally appealing, um, sending the wink or actually writing something? And I would know. say I would say actually writing something. Sending the yeah. wink is kind of generic to me. And then if you write something, make it, it – it doesn't have to be like hi or hello. We can <laughs> generate a sentence. At least, you know, ask ask me about my day. How's my day going? Or, or give me a compliment or because that's what a I'll A compliment. Do. That's it. I mean that, yeah. and you know, men, we love compliments. We love yeah. compliments. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. If a woman reaches out and she sees for men to reach out to us, it's nice that they compliment on us on, or say, mention something we've written. Whereas if yeah. we compliment men on some on one of their pictures or a right. smile right. or something physical, right. they're they're in. You know, at least right. at the at the beginning. Yeah, definitely. Right. Interesting, interesting. Now, Michelle, any rules of thumb as to, you know, how much time or how many emails or how many phone conversations that, you know, relationship-oriented men should expect to have before initiating an in-person meeting? Well, for me, I actually prefer meet as soon as possible, and I tell women to meet face-to-face as soon as possible. I always um, have a conversation by phone, even if it's only one, prior to meeting in a public place safely. Um, But if you are interested in a relationship, I think that the best thing to do is to meet as soon as possible. And I know you're asking me from the guy's perspective, but this is, I think, across the board. And where, where you find people who are 
severely hesitant to meet in person, uh-huh. um, I think it would be a little bit of a red flag. I understand mm-hmm. that there are security concerns, but I do believe if you're interested in a relationship that you want to meet face-to-face as soon as possible because you need to know, number one, as soon as possible, whether or not the whole person in 3D really works for you. Do you interact well in interpersonally? Additionally, mm-hmm. if you have too much electronic communication, I think yeah. that there's a higher tendency for buy-in. And then you are emotionally wrapped up in someone who realistically you don't know. Um, so yeah. I just think that to meet as soon as possible is is best. I don't have a rule of thumb. I think you can kind of play it by ear. Ricardo and I met really, really quickly, um, and I think there are people who do chat for a week or two or more, but really I wouldn't drag it out too long. I just think it's really important if you're relationship-oriented to, to meet as soon as possible. Okay, now so here's something. So now, Ricardo, so let's say, um, you know, a woman that, you know, has, has a uh, mindset of Michelle, that, you know what, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking for a relationship, so I want to meet this person sooner rather than later. What should they want to encourage a guy who, you know, encourage a guy to move from, like, email, sometimes guys, you know, from email to phone, you know, after right. meeting online. You know, um, let's say, you know, you're doing a little back and forth email, but you really, the woman, you know, would love to talk or or meet, um, but, you know, what's the best way for a woman to to encourage that, you think? Oh, well, I can tell you exactly what Michelle did. She just said, I need to talk to you on the phone. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We need to have a conversation before we meet. Now, if it was up to me, I would have just met Michelle after email conversations, after our conversation online. But okay. Michelle insisted that she hear my voice, and um, I was trying to figure out, like, what could she tell by my voice? But there's a lot that you can tell talking to someone on the phone, and and you can figure out a lot either, even going back and forth through email co- uh, communication. But she needed to hear my voice. She heard my voice. I, I, we talked on the phone for for a quick second, and that and that is a uh, I would I would say more guys, women seem to want to take it to that, that next level a lot quicker as far as taking it from emails to actually speaking on the phone. Now, okay. with me, I I could go as long as you want to go, like just going back and forth through uh, emails. But eventually we did talk on the phone, and then we met. So I guess be direct. Be direct. If, if you want to take it to the phone conversation, let it be known. This is what we need to do. And... More than likely, the man will participate and you guys will get on the phone and, and have a conversation. Okay, okay. Okay, now, now from your experiences online dating, Michelle, uh, you know, as well as, as well as you know, the experiences of the online daters you interviewed, what, are the, what would you say the top maybe two or three tips that you have for online daters? Um. Well, I gave one of them earlier, and that is be honest about what you're looking for. I think sometimes we'll create a profile because just because, and we aren't very clear. We're sort of looking for a relationship, but maybe we're interested in dating, and, you know, we're kind of wishy-washy. And I think when you don't have focus and you're not focused on what you want the outcome to be, it's a little bit more difficult to weed through the prospects. 
because it is a smorgasbord. I mean, there are so many opportunities in online dating to meet so many different types of people who are offering very different experiences. So unless you're very clear about what you're looking for, I think you can run into a lot of problems. It's like the shiny red ball syndrome. Um, I would say the other thing is to be very clear about your intent in your profile, but not give too much of the story away. I think that's another one of the stories we heard in, in our interviews is that someone had put so much into their profile about what their Mr. Right would present. Actually, it was the same woman who ended up with the man who, you know, had the private investigator look up the car um, because she had put, uh, she gave the man an entire roadmap to how to woo her. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's oversharing. I think let some things come out over time. So give a little bit in your profile, but don't give it all away. Um, Again, because you want things to unfold naturally in conversation and spending time with the other person. And I think the third thing, the third tip I give is be positive. If you're going online, approach it with a positive attitude, and that will show through in your profile pictures. It will show through in the profile description that you put up on your personal profile. Um, don't do put a lot of don'ts. You know, don't put a lot of not. Don't put a lot of don't contact me if. There are a lot of ways to be very positive and happy, and people are drawn yeah. to happy people, and that will reflect in your profile. So I think those are my top three. You know, be honest, don't give it all away, and, and be positive about the experience. Right. Yeah, Ricardo, any any more tips to add? Those are three great ones. Um, well, honesty, honesty is always the best policy. So that that that's what I've actually learned from my online date dating experience and even with like I, I think I learned it with Michelle is mm-hmm. like in, in the beginning of our relationship I came into the relationship not really being honest about what it was that I was looking for. Okay. So I've learned from, you know, writing this book and, and our our relationship that honesty is the best policy. Um, let me see let me do something different from Michelle. Uh, if you're not, if you're not sure, if, if, here's a good tip. If you're not sure about a person, you have the internet. You can look that person up. There is a, there is a Google. You can do what Michelle did when we met for the first time, which is send my tags to her, my tag number on my card to her, to her sister. So you can look up the tag and and you find out who who's the owner of the car or whatever. Uh, there there are securities and and safety is the most important thing. So think about your safety. And uh, my last one was it would be do not put your kids in your pictures. <laughs> <laughs> please don't, please. So now, you know, as mentioned earlier, Michelle's stepfather is Indian, actually, and he, together, you know, with her um, African-American mom, raised her since she was nine, and I'm wondering if Michelle has any interesting insights or anecdotes that she can share regarding her experiences being raised by an Indian stepfather and African-American mom. Yeah, I think it was amazing. It was an amazing way to grow up. Um, We visited India a number of times when I was growing up, and I don't think that I would have had that opportunity 
um, were it not for having, you know, my dad be Indian. Uh, I also have a sister who is, um, you know, with him and my mom. And so that whole experience, we're very much a biracial family in that regard and in terms of the culture and music and, you know, popular culture and movies and food. Uh, it was funny, my Aji, my grandmother, trying to teach my mother how to make chapatis. So that was really funny because they didn't come out very good. I think that, right. you know, our world is shrinking in so many ways that the ability to sort of cross racial lines is, is just a beautiful thing. And the more I meet more people than not who have, you know, multi-ethnic backgrounds. So for me, growing up, Black, 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 and Indian is a little interesting. It's a little. It, it was definitely different in the 70s and 80s, um, yeah. but it, it was it was it was the best. And my dad told me all the stories, and you know, it's just great. It, it was just a really, really great experience. I'm very thankful for. And it was interesting, you know, being Michelle Prabhu for uh, a while in my lifetime. Um, it was very different because people would think I would be Indian, and I would show up, and I was obviously not. So um, you know, that's that's always interesting, but it was a great experience. Well, now now I'm from your familiar. I mean, you're you know from your familiarity with the with the Indian culture, you're you're being part of it, and you're any special tips to um, Indians about online dating? You know, or even people in interracial people in inter uh, interracial relationships. Like any insights about either of those things, whether it's online dating from a, you know, perspective of being in it or just uh, people in interracial relationships. Any thoughts or any ideas you want to share with our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. I think, and this is not, you know, particular to Indian. I think it's more particular to interracial dating. If you're open to it, I think it's a beautiful thing. I do think that I found as an African-American woman that I've been approached by men of other races that were fetishes. And so I had to be careful of that. Um, But I think that if you meet someone who you click with, it should not matter. It really shouldn't. And and I think that while there are sites, much like your site, which is a great opportunity for people who are alike to meet, it's also a great opportunity for people who are different to meet people who with whom they feel a connection because of my upbringing. I do understand an Indian man, and I would understand being in a relationship with an Indian man. Um, So I think that as long as you at your core are connecting with another person at their core, that's the key, that it cannot be I am interested in only this because it's some type of fetish issue. Um, I think that you can, like I said, the world is shrinking. So we are all interconnected, interrelated. I meet people more often than not, who are of a multiracial background. And I think that in terms of dating, for your own protection, make sure that it's a person who's interested in you and your interests aligned. But that would be the same as well. Um, so, yeah, I think that those would be my tips, just to ensure that the person is interested in you for you. I agree. 
Wonderful. I think um, no. I, I think those are those are great. And I just want to, you know, we like you know, we are our clientele is pretty much South Asian, but I will say we have clients who, you know, for various reasons or their preferences to be with someone of a similar um, ethnic background. We also have clients who are very open to different ethnicities, different races. So it kind of runs the gamut. It's, it's very interesting. Um, well, I really appreciate your sharing your insights with us, Michelle and Ricardo. They've been really interesting and insightful. I'm wondering if there's any last thought or take-home message that you guys would like to leave our listeners with. I'd love to give both of you a chance to answer this. Okay, you can go first, Michelle. (laughs) Okay, sure. (laughs) I would say that, you know, again, I'm reiterating something I said earlier, but I think it, it deserves restating. Be positive about the experience. And if you find that you're getting fatigued, take a break because it really can open up a wonderful opportunity. Look at me and Ricardo. I mean, we thought we were getting online for romance, and we ended up becoming great friends and writing a book together. So if you stay open to the possibilities of what's available to you and the people who come into your circle, because now your world is so much more broadened, we would have never crossed paths were it not for an online dating site. And our lives have both been enriched by that experience. So it's great to find romance online, but you just be open to the opportunity. It's a, right. It can be a very positive, positive experience. Excellent. Excellent. What about you, Rita? I would say just approach this online dating thing with an open heart and an open mind, and everything else will fall into place. If you're honest about everything that you're looking for and what it is what it is that you seek, everything will fall into place. And that's it. That's all I can say. Well, that's that's plenty. And the book is very interesting. I encourage everyone to check it out. Um, thank you, Michelle and Ricardo, for joining us. Thank and you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And in case you've uh, joined us late would like to share the show with people in your life, I'd like to remind you that today's radio show will be archived and available as a podcast on Intersections Match's website, which is www.intersectionsmatch.com. And I can be reached at jesbean at intersectionsmatch.com. Hey, you guys, would you like to share a, uh, a website with our listeners as well, Michelle and Ricardo? Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. Um, our it's website good. is don't do what we did altogether.com so don't do what we did.com and our book is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble's website wonderful don't do what we did.com now appreciate your hanging out with us do email me with topics you'd like discussed in future shows and make sure to join us for next month's show have a we great will. day everybody. bye-bye you too. bye-bye, bye-bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.